know, this is fucking bad. This is a conspiracy. Welcome, everybody. It's Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. Well, this is the big one, folks. Twitter files eight dropped by journalist Lee Fang shows how social media companies are used by intelligence groups, including the U.S. military, to shape public opinion domestically as well as abroad, and perhaps influencing direct action. Also, the mainstream media tries to spin the fact that the FBI paid Twitter for censorious activities. And Stanford University joins the neo-Marxist critical theory PSYOP by labeling the term American as offensive. I'll be talking about these stories and more coming up. So we're going to start out with Fox News here. Twitter files part eight platform directly assisted U.S. military's influence operations. Investigative journalist Lee Fang released the eighth edition of the Twitter files on Tuesday, putting a spotlight on how the social media juggernaut quietly aided the Pentagon's covert online PSYOP campaign. Despite promises to shut down covert state-run propaganda networks, Twitter docs show that the social media giant directly assisted the U.S., military's influence operations. So, and then this is echoed by um, the Gateway Pundit. Twitter quietly aided the Pentagon's covert online PSYOP campaign. You can go directly to Twitter and um, look at Lee Fang's thread. Um, I just need to warn everybody here, though, that um, this is kind of a limited hangout. Um, First of all, it doesn't... It doesn't delve that far back. It is fairly recent. And to be honest with you, um, some of the worst uh, transgressions that were done between Twitter and the U.S. government uh, and their influence operations were done way back a decade ago. And um, a lot of the stuff that was uncovered was very recent And it was really a limited hangout sort of saying like that the U.S. military just wanted to portray uh, their stance in Yemen and in the Middle East and with ISIS in a favorable way. They didn't really go to the heart of the matter, which I'm going to go into um, right now. But first, I I suggest that everybody should uh, go to Lee Fang's article in uh, The Intercept. So his article is here, Twitter aided the Pentagon in its covert online propaganda campaign. Internal documents show Twitter whitelisted CENTCOM accounts that were then used to run its online influences campaign abroad. And if you did read the Twitter thread, most of it's uh, covered in the beginning of this article. So I'm not going to go into this too much. I'm going to go sort of to the end of the article. Um... There's one dropout quote here that says it's deeply concerning if the Pentagon is working to shape public opinion about our military's role abroad, and even worse, if private companies are helping to conceal it. Um, 
It's not about our military's role abroad. The intelligence agencies are shaping public opinion and calls for are also calling for direct action to forward um, the interests not just of um, the United States of America, but also the powers that be. And when I say the powers that be, I, I refer to uh, the Western elite, um, the WEF cabal at al. So I want to get to the end of the article here because some of you might not really understand what's happening, but uh, it's a pretty long article, but I suggest you read the whole thing and look at all his um, documents that he has here. Um, but it gets into here, the U.S. military intel and intelligence community have long pursued a str strategy of fabricated online personas and third parties to amplify certain narratives in foreign countries. The idea being that an authentic looting uh, looking Persian language news portal or local Afghan woman would have greater organic influence than an official Pentagon press release, of course, but they're not talking about Twitter bots. And so any online persona can be botted. And so this local Afghan, Afghan woman could be botted out, let's say during, and I'm gonna use the Arab Spring because I've harped on this before, that this is what they do. And they upended the entire Arab world in the Arab Spring through exactly this type of operation. So they take a authentic looking Afghan woman, but in the case of the Arab Spring, a local person, whether it be Syria or Bahrain or Egypt, or Libya, um, and, it, and it was a, a, they take a catalyst, like in the, in, if you know anything about the Arab Spring in Tunisia, there was a boy that was beaten and killed while being arrested by the Tunisian security forces that supposedly sparked the Arab Spring. But what they do is they amplify that catalyst like they did in 2020 here with Black Lives Matter. It was a similar operation that they took that and then through authentic looking uh, a DOD accounts or central intelligence agency accounts. Um, and then they bought it out to everybody. So they say, get out in the street, look at what happened. You know, we have to rise up, blah, blah, blah. And so, and then they mention the military online propaganda efforts have largely been governed by, by a 2006 this is five years before the Arab Spring. A 2006 memorandum, the memo notes that the Defense Department's internet activity should openly acknowledge U.S. involvement. Lie, this is limited hangout. Except in cases where a combatant commander believes it will be, not be possible due to operational considerations, this mes method of non-disclosure, the memo states, is only authorized for operations in the global war on terrorism or when specified in other Secretary of Defense executive orders or execute orders. This, besides, and this is the DOD, this is, does not govern the CIA. So you have to understand that as I stated earlier in Lee Fang's article, the intelligence community is conducting similar operations, which means that these folks operate under different guidelines. So this is a guideline for the DOD, which they also add the caveat that they could ignore, um, and which they ignore mostly because it's if if it's if it's known that it's being put out by the uh, U.S. DOD, um, you know, foreign actors are going to ignore it. 
So it goes on to say in 2019, lawmakers passed a measure known as 1631, a reference to a provision of the National Defense Authorization Act, further legally affirming clandestine psychological operations by the military in a bid to counter online disinformation campaigns, whatever. You don't even have to know by Russia, China, and other foreign adversaries. Again, limited hangout with uh, a caveat there uh, attacking Russia. Russia is a bit player in all this. China, China's espionage is way, is a larger, larger program. It's, it's the infiltration is much more severe. Um, it's like night and day. Comparing Russia with China is not, and in a lot of instances, they allow it. So in 2008, the U.S. Special Operations Command opened a request for a service to provide web-based influence products and tools in support of strategic and long-term U.S. government goals and objectives. The contract referred to the Trans-Regional Web Initiative, and this is what you should pay attention to, that term, an effort to create an online news site, that's relative, designed to win hearts and minds in the battle to counter Russian influence in Central Asia and, and global Islamic terrorism. Again, Pointing out Russia, the contract was initially carried out by General uh, Dynamics Information Technology, subsidiary of defense contractor General Dynamics in connection with CENTCOM communications offices in Western DC and Tampa, Florida. The program known as Web Ops run by defense contractor known as Colsa Corp, you could look into that if you will, if you wanna dig, was used to create fi fictitious online identities designed to counter online recruitment efforts by ISIS, blah, blah, blah. It's regardless of what the objective is, is what they were doing, and then they bought out those accounts. And uh, you should go into, this is the end of the article, which is the most important part. Um, you should go and read this Intercept article. Um, and here I have the DOD memo from 2007 that basically subject policy for Department of Defense and its scope, this policy applies to public affairs activities and, in, and to programs, products, and actions that shape emotions, motives, reasoning, and behaviors of selected foreign entities. And the definitions, this policy defines interactive internet activities, and then it goes into what it is. And so this is basically, as I mentioned before, including military intelligence, which is the DOD, governed by the DOD, but also the CIA, possibly the FBI, and other assets, um, intelligence assets. And what I've been always harping on is that a lot of this came out uh, because the internet was up and running in the 1990s, and by 2002, and you have to understand how NGOs work and non-governmental agencies, think tanks, and how a lot of these people... Um, like Jack Duval here, um, interact, they're out of the military. He was part of naval intelligence. And, and so then he and this guy, Peter Ackerman, founded this um, NGO called the International Center for Nonviolent Conflict. And I just, I'm not gonna go uh, harp about this again, just briefly, uh, because I've been into the, the, uh, uh, the ICVC uh, uh, before, the ICNC, excuse me, criticisms of ICNC's educational work, educational work, I'm not going to go into the educational work, but it says in response to criticism from regime supporters and other adversaries of nonviolent movement rights, which include the color revolutions 
uh, look into it, and those were all run by the CIA, and they were done all similarly to the Arab Spring, was done on the model of the color revolutions, and so was the 2020, domestically the 2020 Black Lives Matter was the same template used here in the United States. I speculate, all right? So just uh, as a disclaimer, it says uh, the ICNC's programs aim to reach diverse individuals and groups who seek understanding about civil resistance movements that are committed to establishing and defending human rights, blah, blah, blah. Our work with activists, organizers, and other practi uh, practitioners is demand-driven in response to contact requests initiated to groups is educational organization in our work. We do not provide political or strategic advice for those uh, contemplating or engage in civil Resistance, we do not uh, assist activities in conducting civil resistance actions. Uh, we support research and general education. We are not directly related to expanding understanding. Accepts no grants, contracts, funding, or government related to any organization, form, co corporation. It's funded primarily by family th philanthropy of the founding chair, which is Jack Duval. So basically it says we don't reserve, we don't, uh, receive outside funding from government or, or non-government. Uh, it doesn't say non-government agencies. So just say this is an NGO that works with the government under the guise and in, uh, in the mindset of influencing or shaping public opinion. And that's why they're, they still use the mainstream media, but the social media um, space, the internet space, it, uh, which importantly is because it's a two-way, it's interactive. And so an interactive space is much more uh, influence capability than let's just say a mainstream media network, which, which they still use. But this is the point of, of Twitter files drop eight. It was pretty much a, at a limited hangout, um, which doesn't tell the whole story, which started with... Um, uh, internationally uh, in, in foreign, uh, the Arab Spring. It started with the color revolutions and then went to the Arab Spring. And then they moved after Obama said they can move PSYOPs here domestically. And then we had um, several tests um, before launching the 2020 Black Lives Matter, which was the same template. You use a catalyst, they use George Floyd, and then they uh, they bought out fake accounts, getting people into the streets for these Black Lives Matter things, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's very sophisticated. So moving on to other news, uh, this is from Reason. FBI paid Twitter $3.4 million for press, uh, processing re requests. The latest Twitter files installment shows the FBI paid Twitter millions of dollars to cover the cost of processing the agent's request, which means censorious. So you can't shape public opinion if they're online entities um, that are dissenting uh, your efforts, your PSYOP efforts. So if someone's undermining your PSYOP efforts, you can't reasonably be successful in your PSYOP efforts. So that's what it is. It's, it's getting the dissenters or the counter PSYOP you're trying to get rid of, you gotta have to manage the counter psyop while you're engaging in your psyop. So the way the mainstream media <laughs> spins that Elon Musk claims the FBI paid Twitter to censor info from the public. Here's what the Twitter fire files actually show. And this is what you got people online saying this too, is that, oh, they were just reimbursing Twitter for the work they did. 
whatever. <laughs> Realistically is, is what I tried. Well, my point is, if anybody out there can answer this, where the social media companies devised by intelligence agencies as a vehicle or a tool to shape public opinion? Or did they just, were they just created organically and then used by intelligence agencies? I believe it's the former, um, or it's a little bit of both maybe. I don't think InQtel was involved in forming some of these, but if you look, the CIA was forming a similar, uh, was trying to create a similar uh, website um, like Facebook, and they canceled that program as soon as Facebook came online. So maybe Facebook was co-opted by the intelligence agencies, it's hard to say. Okay, so yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, I surmised that Elon Musk staged the stalker on his uh, child, on his car, um, to give him leverage in this Elon Jet um, uh, doxing, uh, uh, journalist doxing scenario, or, or this uh, brouhaha. So, and it turns out, this is from The Guardian, police provide first official details of Elon Musk's alleged stalker incident. Police say a member of Elon Musk's security team is currently the suspect in the investigation, not a victim. So apparently it was one of his security team that posed in black block as this alleged stalker. So intuitive, I'm right again. So, and, and if you're new to the channel, I just want to say is that I'm an analytical thinker. I had 30 years working in journalism. I started reading hard journalism when I was eight years old. And by 12, I was reading the New York Times every day. Um, and like I said, I also worked in computers, um, computer engineering, whatnot. So I'm very analytical. And so it's it's not, I'm, I'm very seldom wrong about sort of these prognostications in any case, because, you know, you need to take your lesser truths um, as puzzle pieces to put together uh, the big picture of the larger truth. So... You know, I can be dissuaded easily from an opinion or a theory I might hold if I have uh, contradicting evidence, um, but it's all evidence-based. Evidence ba and so you follow the path wherever it leads. Hopefully it leads to the truth because that's what we're all looking for. All right, moving on to uh, some more crazy news. Speaking of PSYOPs, and this is basically the PSYOP episode, the New York Post reports Stanford releases guide against harmful language, including the word American, like American, preferably you citizen. I use citizen all the time and there's nothing wrong with American, but what they're trying to do in this critical theory of undoing American sovereignty and nation state sovereignty as a whole globally is that um, American, they want to undo America. American is harmful for people that may not be an American. Well, if you're a citizen of America, um, you can call yourself American. And the thing is, if we all consider ourselves Americans, that builds cohesion. And if you're trying to um, undermine the nation state, you, you, you don't want cohesion in its citizenry. And so, and also if you have a cohesion in your citizenry, if we're all Americans, we can actually do something politically. So and then Newsweek says, a Stanford slam for putting American on the forbidden word list, take that. 
like I said, it's this is just part of the psyop. This is critical theory. If you don't know what critical theory is, it's the the way to undo establishment thinking is to criticize it at nauseum until it starts to crumble. That's the whole thesis of critical race theory. So from the Washington Post, Biden administration to send Patriot missiles to Ukraine. Um, this is a bad idea. Obviously, why? Is because the Hill reports... Kremlin warns more U.S. arms shipments to Ukraine could mark aggravation of conflict. The Kremlin on Wednesday warned that additional U.S. arms shipments to Kiev could mark an aggra aggravation of the conflict. Weapon supplies by the U.S. continue. The assortment of uh, supplied weapons is expanding. All this, of course, leads to the aggravation of the conflict and, in fact, does not bode well for Ukraine. Um, the package will include sending Patriot missile batteries, which can gener uh, generally operate with a maximum range of 100 miles and help target ballistic and cruise missiles. You know the way I feel about the conflict in Ukraine. This was a bait by the West to try to draw the Russia in. They even gave them the green light to build a buffer zone in Ukraine and to pre uh, protect Crimea. Um, that was just a trap. And then they used it as a pretext to send uh, NATO arms and arms and to exacerbate a Slavic civil war, which is basically what it is, and to um, elicit a nuclear first strike by Russia. And I'm not going to go into that whole, the whole theory about eliciting a first nuclear strike, um, but it's basically to cover the coming economic collapse, and I'll get into that in just a minute. So if you don't know who Baba Vanga is, we'll just go into uh, Baba Vanga is a, I believe, Yugoslavian, I'm not sure. Uh, Baba Vanga is a, a Bulgarian, excuse me. Uh, blind Bulgarian mystic, widely known in Eastern Europe, despite passing away in 1996, Baba Vanga's visions and alleged predictions still live on, including for the upcoming year, she predicts a solar storm, um, which may or may not be real. Uh, I predict that is actually going to be a hologram that is going to be used to cover um, uh, a cyber attack. And so it's going to bring down the grid as a cover and a change in Earth's orbit. I, I don't know about that. I think she's talking about the, um, the changing of the poles. If you know anything about uh, the, the magnetic resonance of the Earth, it could change and there's a wobble. And so uh, I think that might be what she's talking about. A bioweapon disaster, this is the most important one. The psychic also predicted that there may be some sort of bioweapon test in the incoming year. She is said to have predicted a country would carry out a bioweapons test, although it did not stress which country or when. Due to the ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine, this one may sound more concerning. And so there you go. So uh, she might very well... Uh, be a good prognosticator, uh, we'll see. Uh, blind people usually, usually are more sensitive. Um, I imagine that there's gonna be some sort of, uh, I believe uh, there was a test. I believe coronavirus was a test. It was a test on the public, mostly a PSYOP test. The virus uh, had small effect, but more effect um, uh, in a PSYOP. And we might see more of the same coming uh, this year. So in some crime news, the Philadelphia Inquirer reports Philadelphia records 500 homicides 
For a second year in a row, a tragic milestone as the gun violence crisis continues. Of course, it's gun violence. And as uh, Perry and I talked about yesterday, is that um, most of the gun violence is not by legally owned guns by, uh, you know, most people who purchase their guns legally use them responsibly. Um, people that buy them on the black market on the street are the ones that um, usually use them in gun violence, except in these staged shootings, which are specifically to elicit, um, you know, gun legislation, or at least talk of such things. Uh, Bloomberg S&P 500 facing a historical warning sign after this year's slump. Uh, we're going into a recession. We already are in a recession, and they're ignoring the warning signs, so we're going to be going into a depression and possibly an economic catastrophe next year, so gird your loins on that. And the last story up here is one concerning face recognition tech gets Girl Scout mom booted from Rockette's show due to where she works. Okay, so the, the gist of this story is face, facial recognition at Madison Square Garden picked up this woman and alerted security. And the reason why they alerted to, she's an attorney with an ongoing uh, litigation against Madison Square Garden for one of their restaurants. Um, I forget why. It was something to do with their liquor license. And I guess somebody there got drunk or, or and, and something happened. I'm not sure of the case, but what should alarm you is that even private corporations like Madison Square Garden are using facial recognition systems at venues. So you imagine they're at most sports stadiums and not just picking up terrorist people on the terrorist watch list, but also uh, uh, corporate um, adversaries. So this woman who has a case against MSM and they said, well, people with ongoing litigation against Madison Square Garden are not allowed in the venues uh, for whatever reason. Um, and, and here you go. But the point is, is here's the technology picking up someone, uh, an American citizen who has the right, I guess, uh, well, private venues have ha reserved the right to not let people patronize their venue uh, if they see fit, which is fine, but to use this kind of technology to pick out an American citizen who was taking a Girl Scout troop to the Rockettes show, Christmas show, and that she wasn't allowed to enter because of whatever reason. So this stuff is up and running, so you should beware because when the shit hits the fan, you don't th you think you can walk around in public and the facial recognition in China, even if you're wearing a mask and a hat, if you're not wearing sunglasses, if you're wearing a mask and a hat, it could still recognize you. So there's not much getting around it unless your face is fully covered or you have sunglasses on and a mask and a hat, whatever, so. Well, that was a big one. Um, like I said, Twitter Files 8 dropped by Lee Fang. Check out his Intercept article. Like I said, um, the majority of what was released on Twitter and the majority of his article is a limited hangout talking about recent things and how the DOD only used Twitter bot accounts or Twitter fake accounts because um, they want to show uh, the military in you know the U.S. military's actions in a good light and to dissuade people from joining the adversaries of the U.S. military. 
that's a limited hangout. The reality is they're using social media companies as a way to shape public opinion and to engage in psychological operations, regardless of what it is, whether it's surrounding COVID or the Arab Spring or Black Lives Matter or the color revolutions, foreign, domestically. Um, and so you have to be wary, as I tell my wife all the time, of what you see online because she's a big animal advocate and she sees all this thing. I'm like, God, oh, look at this dog. I go, you don't know that's real. Yes, I, this, this person sent it to me. I'm like, have you ever met that person? No. And even if you have, that, that person's account can be bought. But she says, oh, I know this person. How do you know this person? Oh, they're a, you know, a Facebook friend. You never met them, you don't know them. All this stuff could be easily uh, you know, manufactured. And so you don't know, and actually Facebook conducted experiments to see how you reacted to certain stimuli. And so the, the PSYOP and the emotional and uh, mental manipulation, intellectual manipulation is so sophisticated, uh, you gotta watch out. All right, that's it for me, Rudy's Revelation. Don't forget to like, subscribe, click that notification bell, and comment down below what you think of Twitter Files 8. And, you know, follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, get our minds, even though it's a giant psyop. Check me out there anyway. See ya.